but he thought I wouldn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Decode, episode 188. Uh, this is a very exciting day to, to go live um, because uh, Multiverse is closed alpha, the second closed alpha, which is really weird because they had a closed alpha like a couple of months ago. <laughs> it's now switched to Batman and Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Unfortunately, we couldn't find that image, so I went with the one that is near and dear to my heart. Of <laughs> Wrong thing around. <laughs> And then yes. there goes RJ, who just finished, finished playing. playing. Yeah. <laughs> RJ. Literally finished playing. Literally just finished streaming Multiverses. Uh, Multiverses is out literally in closed alpha form. Um, if RJ still has his code, uh, it allows up to three of you to That's try right. this out. Yeah. And we're going to give away that code at the end of the show. So stick around when we're doing the sign off. Uh, this is PlayStation only. So if you have a PS4 or a PS5, you'll be able to have access to this closed uh, beta. And it is first come, first serve. So be ready. Have your PlayStations loaded up while you're listening to us. And uh, yeah, get some uh, get in on the multiverses courtesy of Digital Ear Entertainment and the Code Podcast. Uh, it's one code. It'll have three uses minimum. Once it's been used three times, it will no longer work. So if it doesn't work, most likely someone got to it beforehand. We will give that code away at the end of the show. Um, but we're going to give you our thoughts on multiverses because we have played it as well. And uh, we'll check it out uh, as we talk about multiverses later on after we run through a couple of uh, news items and topics of the day. Uh, but as always, we come back to you every week. And we like to update you with whatever we have been playing. So have we been playing anything new? Resident Evil. Really? The original. Like the old PlayStation, the old PlayStation one because I have it on the PlayStation core. Okay. And that having it. Run, so it's like it's one thing to have Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. So a whole nother thing to have it run at the crispest frame rate of a CRT of like over 400 hertz. So nice. That must be pretty smooth. It is so smooth. And I forgot how far, how backwards we went when we switched <laughs> to flat LCD technology. Okay. Because with the old tube in the back, the old, you know, the old TVs that have CRTs, they have cathode ray tubes, literal tube in the back with a kind of radioactive substance in it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> TVs were poisonous. <laughs> you have 60 to 70 years of, of, engineering behind that right so yes the picture quality sucked but the refresh rate was so crisp everything was so crisp then you go to crts we can barely do now uh now now you go to flat panels we're just getting yes the image quality has gone up but refresh rate hasn't caught up yet yeah it's funny because uh playstation 5 just came out with an update that added the variable refresh, refresh rate. rate. Nice. <laughs> For Took them long games. enough. I was like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> oh, you want to know what I found <laughs> on auction? Stop hole into my TV. <laughs> you, want, you, want, you want to hear something hilarious that I found in, in an auction? A Sony PlayStation TV. Not PlayStation TV, which was, the play, which was the Vita thing. Right. The 3D TV. Oh, the that, little 24-inch one? That yes. With? 
Does it still work? Yes. Because those were notorious for being faulty. Oh, I it's should know. so I bad. I got a faulty one. <laughs> it's so bad. I couldn't believe we really thought 3D was the next big thing. I for mean, the longest time, and then it just got killed. <laughs> Literally 2016, got killed. The white whale that escaped me was trying to get a 3D TV, and then uh, I bought one of the Sony PlayStation 3D TVs because it was cheap in terms of price. and. It was also cheap because they were cheaply made. Yeah. And uh, trying to have it exchanged was next to impossible because they didn't make enough of them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And (laughs) like Sony would only send you another one. And I'm like, I don't want another one. I just want the one I want that I bought to work. Yeah. I wound up trading it in for just a regular 24-inch TV. Um, yeah, so I kind of want the because I don't remember how bad 3D was. So the 3D was good. And I, I it was obviously a fad. From what I remember, this had the glasses that had to match the refresh rate. It wasn't like LG's last 3D TV that they ever created, which was you can technically do split screen multiplayer on one screen. Right. Or play two different games mm-hmm. on one screen, yeah. and it didn't actually mess with your eyes. I re- I remember hearing that the PlayStation TV gave everyone migraines, especially those with glasses. I don't know about that, but I think one of the more positive experiences I had was uh, when I was visiting Mario out in LA. Yeah, and uh, we got to play uh, Shadow of the Colossus oh 3D, and. That was just such a visceral experience for me. And just seeing this game in 3D was amazing to begin with. And seeing how, like, the hair was, like... It's kind of funny because technically all the monitors at the cafe actually are 3D monitors. (laughs) (laughs) I remember riding the horse and it had picked up a rock the rock flew in my face <laughs> and you know like you know when it's one of those you know like the, you, you got I, I was like oh yeah, <laughs> I yeah. actually jerked and I'm like why did that happen that's the first like 3D rarely does that to me like you have a lot of people who like when they first exhibit 3D they're like oh this is so cool and they're putting their hands in yeah. their face I can just visually watch it but I'm sitting there I'm riding the horse and then like the rock went flying at my face because it you know kicked up the rock in the dust and I was like oh and I was like Okay, <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> I think uh, I remember we had uh, Sean Chiplock over for the finale mm. and uh, one of his other friends. So that was pretty cool. I got to play for an audience. This is pre streaming before I even considered streaming. So I mean, it was fun stuff. <laughs> I, I like this is this is the era where everyone forgets, like everyone always thinks of Sony always being on top. They like they've always been on top. I'm like, no, 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 no. The PS3 humbled them. The PS3 extremely humbled, humbled Sony. them. And people forget, like, the PS3 was like Nintendo's GameCube moment. Everyone's like, oh, but the GameCube always had great games. I'm like, the GameCube almost bankrupt Nintendo. The PS3 almost made Sony question because it was, while it was still only <laughs> the only department making money at Sony, mm-hmm. period, the gaming department, it wasn't making them enough money. Yeah. 
I mean, the fact that like the the system didn't really like start seeing the numbers that we know it for until now, the end of until its life. not even the end. It was Metal Gear Solid um, Four, right, and Uncharted that literally saved that system. System, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was definitely one of those systems where that was the wake up call for Sony. Um, I still remember to this day. Sony PlayStation Three will cost. Five hundred ninety nine U.S. dollars, and everybody went what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the best Blu-ray player on the market, yeah. also the best Linux machine on the market. <laughs> I, I have, I, I, it's funny how cyclic video games can be because even though it's obviously more successful, the PlayStation Five is almost beginning to feel a little similar. I was going to mention the PS Three, and the only reason. Here's the thing that I, and we the only difference this. is this is Sony smarter now. So <laughs> we hope uh, uh, we hope Jim Ryan's not exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, here's my, here's my genuine, here's my genuine talk about that. A talking point about that, actually. Um, the PS3 and the series X and S are suffering from something that has made me laugh. Everyone talks about which of those two consoles have the best exclusives. I'm sitting here. I'm like, neither of them have big exclusives coming out this year, period. Yeah. The company that has all the exclusives right now is Nintendo on a six year old system. Yep. Nintendo has what? 11 exclusives coming out this year or something like that. I think altogether it was like 10 or 11 exclusive titles this year. And everyone's like, oh, but but you want the exclusive games. I'm like, yeah, you buy a Nintendo product because you're guaranteed exclusives every year. Well, that's why I bought a Switch. I, I bought a Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo Switch, Switch to play, to Nintendo, play Nintendo games. games. I bought a PlayStation 5 to play PlayStation games. Multiplayer, anything that's multi-platform is whatever to me. Is what, like, yeah. Like, it's whatever. And especially now where, like, I'm a grown man with... Higher you financial want, responsibilities. You want one device to do everything, <laughs> and you want it to last forever. You technically get a PC. You get a PC for that, <laughs> which uh, I'm inching closer and closer to. Yeah, feeling it's like yes, <laughs> slowly but which sure. Which exactly? Can I talk about my complaint about gamers and how they're dumb? Like how gamers don't want know what they want. Or we can talk about that later when we get <laughs> okay, into fine, most fine. of the topics. Uh, but besides Resident Evil on your PlayStation, uh, on my PlayStation, <laughs> on your PlayStation. But what's the name? What was the name of the thing again? Uh, uh, Mr. FPGA. It's the PSX Core. Yeah. Okay. So um, that that's thing is really cool. By the way. It is. It's actually really cool. Um, I've also picked up a a fun little game that is like Stardew Valley. It's uh, The Witch in the Woods. It's okay. in it's in beta. It's Stardew Valley with. Um. Oh, what's the Studio Ghibli movie? Um, the one that has uh, where the girl has to get her parents back. I'm drawing a blank. Spirited Away. Yes, yeah, Spirited Away. Okay. It's Stardew Valley across Spirited Away, and you're a little witch in the woods, and you get to do stuff. And I'm like, this is great. It's That's such cool. a it's such a cool chill game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of early access games and what I've been playing that I got to try out the other day was V Rising, uh, which is basically. Valheim with vampires. You get to basically be your own Dracula, build your own castle, and then go out and terrorize the night. So basically, <laughs> you got to be Castlevania, but the other side. Yeah, it's basically reverse Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But it's a, it's also a survival game because you have to go out and you know you got to get uh, supplies to build yeah. your castle and furnish your rooms <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm sorry, uh, I would just walk around. The you whole can go time. and kidnap women and build your harem. You can kidnap guys and you know you just have a harem. Just have a harem <laughs> of men and women. It's great. I, I I'll be honest with you. I just be walking around. What is a man? <laughs> the whole time, throw glasses at people. What is a man? A miserable pile of secrets. Um, humanity needs. Humanity. Uh, but yeah, so I got to try that out. I also got to. I purchased um. Soundfall, because well, that dropped earlier I've this week. I've been seeing everyone play it. I'm interested in it. How is it? It is an, an extremely good game. Um, I wouldn't say it's top 10 material, but it's one of those games that's like, this is really good. Uh, but it's one of the games where like it makes me question how indie games get away with charging certain types of prices. Because I remember I was telling you about yeah. this. And I was like, you know, I, I understand that like development's expensive some games i just i'm just like this game should not have been 30 dollars. well remember remember to list on steam you have to pay a one-time fee period per game a one-time fee of a hundred bucks i know um then there's music rights especially since soundfall is a well it's a game because you can import your own soundtrack uh, okay. into soundfall too so, yeah. so but it has its own music yeah it's also so, very good like the game called soundfall rights. i was like this soundtrack better be thumping and it is so <laughs> So like it's it's that honestly there's there's things like I get I get the pricing especially now with inflation and everything and just like yeah it's just really weird because like I compare it I mean I know it's not a fair comparison but something like uh, a game I reviewed earlier this year nobody saves the world nobody yeah. saves the world was twenty bucks yeah and I, how much of that though was subsidized by who published it that was a uh, Drinkbox Studios uh, creators of Guacamole so <laughs> how like much of that is subsidized by previous that's what i'm saying yeah so this was their first game this is their first Soundfall game the, so the studio's first game. that's why so it's like for example some um some of the other uh oh what's that studio that we love so much they make fun of uh, e3 every year they have the best devolver yes <laughs> some of the devolver games at their first games if you look at some of the early games that they published were kind of pricey for what they were i i if i remembered what their prices were maybe they uh, ranged but from 25 i feel like they were 30. like 20 25 yeah yeah and I was like, okay, now as as they've gotten more cash flow, the prices have kind of dropped a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So uh, also on Games Pass, so Soundfall I think is on Games Pass. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Soundfall, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, ironically enough, it's made by uh, developer friends of someone who I I used to be in a relationship with. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> They hit me up and they were like, "Hey, yeah." I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not with her anymore." <laughs> in case you haven't been keeping up with, with the news, because you've news. been in development, you've been in the development dungeon. Which nobody, happens? Nobody saves the world. Oh, I think it should still be on Gaze Pass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was just funny when, like, I got messaged out of the blue. I was like, I have not talked to this person in years. They're like, "Hey, how's he doing? How's so I'm like, "I don't know. I haven't spoken to her in years." <laughs> <laughs> happens <laughs> he was like hey you want to try out the game I'm like sure yeah. <laughs> i was like oh this is funny <laughs> things like that happens it's really weird when it yeah. does because you're just like oh yeah i remember when i used to talk to you like all the time and i haven't spoken to you in like five plus years um yeah. but it, it was nice that like he still remembered me yeah so i thought that was pretty cool um 
anyway, let's get down to uh, some some news topics. We got uh, we got a couple of things to talk about. Uh, let's stick with uh, PlayStation, who has obviously we know that uh, in June PlayStation is coming out with their PlayStation smorgasbord plan thing. So you have the PlayStation Essential. Oh yeah, which uh... is. Regularly, what you pay for now, uh, if you're paying for PS Plus, you automatically roll over into the PlayStation Essential program. Uh, there is two other higher tiers, PlayStation Extra and PlayStation Plus Premium. Those uh, are terrible. I'm sorry. Those are terrible names. Look, I, I'm, this is I, someone who made fun of Microsoft for calling their next system, not the 720, but the one. I guess. Look, all I'm saying is. For the price of what PS Now was for a year, yeah. you get a better version of PS Now. Yes. You get essentially what I wanted PS Now to be. They could have just kept the name. They could have just kept the name. Yeah. They really probably should have just kept the name. They could have just merged the two and just called it PlayStation Plus Now. But what do I know? I don't have a degree in marketing. <laughs> anyway, um, they revealed a small list of some of the games that will be available uh, at launch so to speak um we're gonna start with the playstation 5 games because playstation 5 already has uh a collection of the playstation plus collection of games that you can play for free uh that collection is being changed slightly uh you will get access to assassin's creed valhalla this will be part of the ubisoft plus program remember ubisoft's you play thing whatever that they change it to if you decide to enroll into PlayStation Plus Extra, you will have access to Ubisoft's program. Oh, just like how in Games Pass, you have access to both to Ubisoft EA Play. And, yeah. yeah. So you get that with the uh, PlayStation Plus uh, upgrade that's coming out in June. Control Ultimate Edition, Death Stranding Director's Cut, Demon Souls, Destruction All-Stars, The Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxies, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, NBA 2K22, Returnal, and The Artful Escape will be available on the PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium tiers. Can I be quite honest with you? Death Stranding Director's Cut should... Hmm. I have... You know the game's $7 on Steam? Well, now it's... That's not sale. And that makes no sense. I'm like, why is the Director's Cut 7 bucks? Is that like an upgrade? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, don't know. I, I legitimately don't know. Uh, for the PlayStation 4, you will get access to Batman Arkham Knight, Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands The Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, Celeste, City Skylines, the, con- the PS4 version of Control Ultimate Edition, Dead Cells. As part of the Ubisoft Classics, you'll get Far Cry 3 Remastered, Far Cry 4, and For Honor. Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, Hollow Knight, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, the Lego Harry Potter Collection, the PlayStation 4 version of Guardians of the Galaxy, PS4 version of Mortal Kombat 11, Naruto Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, yeah. NBA 2K22, Outer Wilds, highly recommended by the way, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, Not recommended. Resident Evil, yeah, no, I don't recommend that game, <laughs> Resident Evil, Soul Calibur 6, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, recommend that, The Artful Escape, The Crew 2, and Tom Clancy's The Division. Yay. The last two no, are, no. I'm like, it's hey. funny because it's The First Division, which, wait, what? 
It's not even it's not even division two. It's the first division, which still has an audience. That budget. has that has to be a tight no, that has to be a mistake. No. It's the first division. Just bundle the two of them together. I oh my god. What do we know? We don't have degrees in marketing. <laughs> Uh, PlayStation 3 games are available as part of the PlayStation Plus premium tier only, unfortunately. But the games that you get are a load of really good PlayStation nostalgia. 3 games. This is like nostalgia heaven. Oh, my God. Oscar's Wrath. Great game. Play it. Castlevania, Lords of Shadow 2, which great I Great game. Play it. Crash Commando, Demon Souls, The Devil May Cry HD Collection. Play Echo it. Chrome. Enslaved Odyssey to the West, eh. Fear, Play it. Hot Shots Golf Out of Bonds, and Hot Shots Golf World Invitational. Wait, people want those? Eco, Infamous, Infamous 2, Infamous Festival of Blood. Play all of those. Loco Roco Coco Retro. Play that. Lost Planet 2. Yes! Motorstorm Apocalypse, Motorstorm RC, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2. Yes! Puppeteer, Rain. Ratchet and Clank, A Crack in Time, Good. Into the Nexus, and Quest Good. for Booty. Good. Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, eh. Resistance 3, Super Stardust HD, Tokyo Jungle, Good. and When Vikings Attack. Remember when Tokyo Jungle was like the only game that they released that year? Yeah. And then everyone found out that the Pomeranian build was broken. It's like you could play as all of It them. was Demon Souls with animals. That's basically what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry so, for everyone's ears, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm just really excited for this because, like, we're they in. Remember Lost Power Planet Two? Yeah. So, like, seeing Resistance Three on this, I'm like, oh man, I would love for like a remastered Resistance One and Two or a remastered trilogy. No, you know what Sony should do? Because they have the money to do it, and they should release it because there's nothing right now on the PlayStation Five. Remember Gun, the the multiplayer game. I remember Gun, the single player game. No, no. There was a multiplayer game that was only online and it was a first person shooter. It was like an MMO. No. I can't remember. Oh my God. It was on PS3. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, let's go down to uh, the PS2 selection here. So this is also the PlayStation 2 games available on PlayStation Plus Premium. Ape Escape 2. The PS4 remaster, by the way, which will be added at launch. Art the Lad, Twilight of the Spirits, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, Fantavision, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 3, well, basically the entire Jack trilogy and Jack X uh, combat racing. It was mag. Rogue Galaxy, Siren, and Wild Arms 3. Wild Arms 3 is kind of the... Oh, you're talking about Mag? Yes, Mag. Oh, my God. If Sony brought back Mag today, it would do so well. I mean, that's... Yo, Zipper <laughs> Interactive made some really good games that were really ahead of their time. Like, SOCOM was amazing. Mag was amazing. And, they, and then, like, they were, like, they hit a height of popularity, and then they just fizzled Fizzle out. out. Uh, well, I, mean, I think Zipper also, like, closed at yeah. one point, right? Yeah. But they have the rights, they have the people, so they have the studio. I'm sitting here, I'm like, put out another mag. I mean, you can give it to, like, Sony Bend. They could do a good job they with that. do a very good job with that. They do a fantastic that. job with that. They did, uh, what was that game on, as much as I, hit I think on Vita, Unit 13? Yes. I feel like mag could be, like, if they, especially if they took some loot em, shoot em mechanics from Destiny, 
that would probably be the only Ludum Shootum that would give Destiny a run for its money. Maybe. Mag had so much fun. Had the gunplay multiplayer down perfect. Mag was nice, yes. Uh, there's also going to be some PlayStation 1 games available on the PlayStation Plus Premium. <laughs> the, the first one. The first Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Mr. Driller, Siphon Filter, Tekken 2, Worms Armageddon, and Worms World Party. Why Tekken 2? Because it's the best one. <laughs> I, it is. It is. You can't fight with me. <laughs> uh, the cool thing about the PlayStation 1 games is Sony confirmed today that all those PlayStation 1 titles will also include trophy support, which means Siphon Filter 1 is going to have trophies. They no. better be Taser involved. Oh, my God. I accept nothing else. Nothing else but Taser? Yeah. There's supposedly also now PSP games. There will be PS Plus games on PlayStation Premium. So far, the only one they have announced is Super Stardust Portable. And then there's also going to be trials that you can play. You can play a game for a limited time. Uh, the first couple of trials that will you'll have access to, these are going to be two-hour-long trials. Cyberpunk 2077, Farming Simulator 22, Horizon Forbidden West, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection and WWE 2K22. Uh, anything that you play in this game, if you decide to eventually purchase the game, your saves and everything will transfer over. Um, so yeah, uh, the PlayStation Plus program in North America will launch on June 13th. That will be in North America and South America. It's going to have a little bit of a staggered release. June 2nd, it's dropping in Japan. So Japan's getting it first. No, they're not. Asia is. Oh, May 24th. How is it not launching in Japan? That makes okay. So May 24th, it drops in (laughs) Asia. June 2nd in Japan. June 13th for us in South America. And then June 23rd will be Europe, Australia, and New Zealand for the PlayStation Plus essential extra premium super mega chocolate edition could have just called it playstation plus now like it's literally playstation plus plus now just playstation plus now it writes itself no but look you have the essential you have the extra and then you have the premium edition yeah what they should have done was they should have gotten with colors silver gold platinum like the trophies. I think they did that with the uh, top ones. No. What did they color them? If you go up, it has the art for the actual. So right there. No, you passed it. So it was white, yellow, and black. Okay. But yeah, that would have been a nice idea. <laughs> like, everyone knows your trophy edition. Like, yeah, when you platinum a game, you have the, you have the highest tier. <sighs> Maybe they didn't want to get confused with Xbox Gold and Silver, which don't exist anymore. Yeah, there's only Games Pass. Like, that's yeah. it. It's Games Pass or nothing. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's your PlayStation Plus update. Uh, the one thing I'm excited about is it gives me a bunch of stuff to stream because I've been running out of ideas on what to play because nothing new is coming out for like a while. Everything old is new again. Yeah. Someone didn't... So we, were, we were actually watching a speed run of... Um, Wind Waker. And someone's like, wow, I remember Wind Waker from my childhood on the Wii. I look on the Wii U. I looked at this kid. I'm like, the game came out on GameCube. <laughs> We're old. The game came out on GameCube. 
My only question is, is what game do I play first? Siphon filter. Uh, <laughs> is there any other question? You go in, you go in order of generation. I kind of wanted to do eco. Just because I mean, I've fair. already streamed that's Shadow fair. of the Colossus. So that's like fair. I was like, I want to do si- <laughs> I'll do Siphon Filter just for the lols. <laughs> um but I definitely want to do Eco and a part of me definitely wants to do Castlevania. Castlevania Lord of How Shadow did I know you were gonna say Castlevania? I love that game. If that game all that game needed to do was get rid of the stealth sections and it would have been the greatest Castlevania game ever made. Have you ever watched the speedruns with the stealth sections? No. They're broken. You can actually, you can literally skip the entire section, those sections. I'll have to watch these. You have to watch some of these speedruns. <laughs> that would be great. Like, oh, you can just do this normally. <laughs> Siphon filter, Taser only run. The uh, best, the best <laughs> Castlevania game, in my opinion, is still the fighting game. I genuinely enjoy watching it because it's so funny to watch. That game is so awful. It is. But that's that? what makes it good. That hurts my soul. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why? <laughs> because it's fun to watch. We do it as a it's yearly fun to tradition. watch me grimace in terror and pain. It's listen. We do it as a Halloween tradition. Play Castlevania Judgment. Yes, that's terrible. Well, it's a horror game. It's a horror to play. Yeah, that game is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it fits. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, on top of PlayStation news, we also had a Fall Guys drop earlier this week. I don't have a. Oh, it's over here. Yeah. yeah. Fall Guys is going free to play in June, June 21st specifically. But not only is it going free to play, Fall Guys is also coming to the Nintendo Switch, the Xbox series of systems. It'll be on the Epic Game Store on June 21st because it's not yet. It's still only on Steam right now. Yep. Uh, and it will also drop the PlayStation 5 version of Fall Guys, which will come with 4K visuals and 60 frames per second. So, yes. You can, finally, you can finally actually match with, with PC. I mean, you can do that anyway with PS4. Oh, um, okay. But I'll be migrating my uh, Your Fall Guys, Fall Guys over to the PlayStation 5. And we might see Fall Guys added to Happy Hour. And then everyone gets to marvel, suffer. suffer as they continuously lose to me. Um, <laughs> uh, but Fall Guys is going to be fun. Um Season seven's coming out. It's going to be free to play. It's they're obviously themed, right? they're obviously adding a premium pass as well as the free pass because of course it is. It's an epic game. What did you expect? Um, they well, did reveal some of the games that they some of the uh, new collabs. There's going to be a Godzilla collab with uh, Mothra, King Ghidorah, and Mecha Godzilla costumes. There's also going to be a Pusheen collab. So I have to spend twice as much money now? No, it might just be you got to win it because a lot of the costumes are winnable. I know so. that, but here's the other problem. I'm lazy. No. Um, <laughs> also, then, then you don't get the costume. I know. But, Epic, <laughs> but uh, no, I think I, I know why they're doing the premium thing also. Would this situation lead to like the same situation as um, people who paid for Fortnite? And then had to be given compensation. Am I getting compensation for paying for the game? Oh, for four guys here, there's going to be a legacy pack for people who have purchased the game already. It's going to give you exclusive nameplates and and, and skins. They learned. And and an exclusive emote. They learned. Yes. So, yeah, I get stuff. I don't care. Like, I got it when it was PlayStation Plus, so it was technically free anyway. 
So, I technically didn't pay for it. Like, I sold some Dota 2 items and I just picked it up. Yeah. Now it's going free to play, so I'll just migrate over. The cool thing is I can play anywhere. So now I can play on my PlayStation, and then if I want to, I can play it on my Switch. And all my co- and it's also cross save and cross progression. They learn, so you can I can grind when I'm not like We're not gonna run into the Fortnite problem again. No, I'm gonna come to the cafe and play Fall Guys at the cafe and, and max out my season pass in like three days. Well, it works. <laughs> it does work well on the Steam Deck, by the way. <laughs> So I can play it on my big boy switch, as I like to call it. The big boy switch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Valve big boy switch. switch yes. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, Fall Guys news. Marvel jumping into the digital card game space one more time. They launched a cinematic trailer, announcement trailer for a game called Marvel Snap. This game comes to you from former Hearthstone director Ben Brody. He created a new studio. And he's doing a Marvel card game. What's interesting, though, is a lot of the characters that they showed in this announcement trailer are like super alternate versions of the characters. We had uh, an Iron Man Black Panther suit. Yep. Uh, Galactus was like chibi. Which is weird. <laughs> that's from that. Uh, what's it called? That that's that's from the kids' universe, isn't it? When Galactus is a child. Well, he's like a big child, but yeah, yeah, he's like an all-sized human as a child. Yeah, but then you also have like Captain America, who looks like regular Captain America. Yeah, it's really interesting to see what the cards do. Um, it looks like there's like an attack defense thing. Like it looks really interesting. I'm excited, and uh, it's called Marvel Snap because the game's supposed to be like really fast-paced. Uh, so I'm thinking it's going to have like the pacing of something like Yu-Gi-Oh! Speed Duels where it's like four turns total. Yeah, that's Pirate Kingpin. I don't know where he came from. I love that. <laughs> I genuinely like this looks like this looks like the uh, they, they basically just asked for the art from the comics. Yeah, it's all like straight up comics art. Uh, of course, America Chavez is fun and sever everything. She just showed up in yeah. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness uh, in theaters now. Shameless plug for Marvel movies. It does. It does kind of remind me though of some of those um, Marvel hashtag those, not sponsored hashtag please sponsor us phone game ads that I see every now and then with the yeah it's it's very mobile yeah but it, it looks really cool I'm I'm a sucker for digital card games I can't help it I play Legends of Runeterra like every day so I'm playing Shadowverse again because I hate myself damn why would you do that because the game's <laughs> actually balanced as much as I hate to say it. <laughs> It was pretty good. Pay us Marvel. <laughs> Everything ever all at once was the better multiverse movie. Change my mind. I I enjoyed that movie. I don't know if it was like compared to it's yes, it's Marvel, but like in terms know. of how the multiverse stuff worked, I think it was I think speaking it of card better. games, we had a new Yu-Gi-Oh! ban list. <laughs> <laughs> my tune deck is legal again. I mean, your tune deck was always legal. No, because my original deck required change of heart. Oh, yeah, because now after like, <laughs> so one of the big things, and this was so big, it even made IGN. Yes. Change of heart, which was a very powerful card. back it should in never the, have ever been printed. After 17 years, has now been unbanned <laughs> in the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG. Limited to one. <laughs> if you happen to have... The original ultra rare copy of Metal Raiders Change of Heart. I do. 
not even like first edition, not even first edition, because first edition copies are ridiculous. If especially if it's first edition mint, you're sitting on like a four hundred, five hundred dollar card right yeah. now. Uh, if you have unlimited near mint ultra rares, they're sixty to seventy dollars a pop yep. right now. It's like what happened with Gino. Ultra you want to guess what I just found? All of them. All my change of hearts. <laughs> That's right. I went looking. I went. I was like, I know I still have like my small stack. I have 23 copies. That's of right. Ultra rare. That's literal right. I literally have rent in Yu Gi Oh! right now. <laughs> I, it's like what happened with Monster Reborn. When, when, when they, when they, they unbanned um, Monster Reborn. The first time, yeah. The first time, the price shot insanely high. And I'm L- like, oh, LOB oh. copies of Monster Reborn first at Ultra Rare were like $200. It's yeah. insane. It's, insane. it's <laughs> dropped now because they've reprinted Monster Reborn like a thousand Those times. times. Uh, also, the card isn't as powerful as it once was, well, surprisingly enough. <laughs> uh, but Change of Heart is... There's, you're taking another monster, and if you look at the current format of Yu-Gi-Oh! where you can use two monsters to make an even bigger monster... With the link summon mechanic, like yeah. it's just yeah. my tune deck is now. I'm just gonna be like, oh, cool, you made a big monster, change of heart. That's not mine, yeah. But you gotta think, t- tunes uh, you get your change of heart, but there's also that uh, the tune claw, the trap card, yes, that the trap, yeah. yeah. You can just take like your opponent's whole board, yeah. I know <laughs> it's just, it's just but, like, more the, for me to take away from you. Like, it was on IGN, it trended on Twitter. Like, I can't remember the last time Yu Gi Oh trended on Twitter. Um, well, when when Master Duel came out, I think like, Master Duel, and then before that was literally Monster Reborn. Maybe right. <laughs> it's crazy, yo. It is like, and the fun part is like, oh, but it, but what about the other card that got? There was another card that basically did. It's like, yeah, but Change of Hearts the better version. Yeah, they did. Well, they have mind control in the game right yeah. now. Change of Heart is obviously a more powerful mind control. There was also that one time they brought back Snatch Steel and then like in three months they banned it again. They were like, <laughs> like no, this is wrong. <laughs> anyway, moving along after some TCG talk, uh, summer, of course, was once synonymous with E3. Unfortunately, there is no E3. E3 is now a shambling zombie corpse. I don't like that because technically it's not. It is. E3 is dead. Let it die. I'm dead. <laughs> The sleeping giant that they know how they 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 have to go back to what their roots are. Maybe. But anyway, uh, we got some confirmed dates on some of the showcases happening that are replacing E3. We have Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest, which will be Thursday, June 9th at 2 p.m. Eastern. So unfortunately, we will not be able to cover it, but we definitely will we'll react give you all reacts, which is what we're going to do. We're going to replay it for you on June 9th and we'll live react to everything. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Knowing Jeff Keighley, even if it starts at 2 p.m. Eastern. Well, it's going to be going by the time we come here. Well, <laughs> it will probably still continue to be going. It is being shown in theaters. Yes. Yes. Um, we also have the Gorilla Collective, which will be on Saturday, June 11th. This is more for uh, indie games. There's also the Wholesome Direct, which is uh, an open mic, all acoustic thing at a coffee shop and it's going to showcase a lot of smaller games that's also on saturday june 11th and then games radar has its future game show which also is what i love saturday june 11th that's going to be at 3 p.m eastern there's going to be 40 games spotlighted for mid-sized publishers like teen 17 and thunderful a couple of big games will also be showcased at the future game show Xbox and Bethesda still have their showcase scheduled for Sunday, June 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern. 
Uh, we'll probably expect to see more information on Starfield and Redfall, two games that were delayed. But I'm pretty sure they're going to show something, you know, just to kind of. A, a Are they going to show me where? What's it called? My Perfect Dark. Maybe. Uh, the PC Gaming Show shows on Sunday, June 12th as well. There's also an Overwatch showcase on Thursday, June 16th. Obviously, we're going to have some takes on that, too. THQ's Nordic Showcase will be on Friday, August 12th. So late. <laughs> I mean, it's THQ Nordic, which if you remember, THQ Nordic is the Embracer group, and they just got IDOS and Square Enix. We're getting another off. benchmarking game. Let's go Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, whatever they're going to call this Tomb Raider now. <laughs> Tomb Raider. Watch. Watch. Actual Tomb Raider. Yeah, it's just going to be called Tomb Raider again. It's just going to be called Tomb Raider. And now she's actually the Tomb Raider. Maybe. I don't know. Because it was what? Rise of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> Limelight of the Tomb Raider? I have no idea. Uh, then uh, August 25th, which is also another Thursday, we have... Gamescom. The, the, the new Christmas of gaming, Gamescom. Uh, or as Kotaku likes to call it on this article, the Jeff, Jeff Stravaganza. That's hilarious. It is a Jeff Keighley it show. Is. It might as well be. Uh, so there's still some gaming stuff to look forward to over the summer in terms of announcements. Um, obviously, we're I'm looking forward to the summer games fest from Jeff Keighley just because I want to see what I, he there's has. There's only two things that I just want to know. I want to know what Nintendo's going to show us for the rest of the summer. Splatoon 3. And Pokemon, most likely. Most likely. But they have to have something hidden because th- they've been uh, too quiet. It's true. They have. And <laughs> I, I honestly feel like uh, we might see a surprise Metroid 4 announcement. I think, yeah. I think a Metroid 4 announcement. Or maybe they finally bit the bullet and brought something back from the dead. F-Zero? I would, I would love an F-Zero game. Oh. I would love an I, F-Zero I, game. I also kind of think that what they're going to do just to appease us is um, we'll get remasters. I feel like there's going to be a Metroid Prime trilogy. I think we're going to also get... And I think we're going to get like Wind, Wind Waker, Waker and Twilight Princess. Princess as remasters or just ports to the Switch. I would like some more GameCube remasters personally. I would just like GameCube ports that I can actually buy and not have to pay Nintendo Switch Online for. None of the GameCube games are on Nintendo Switch Online. Yet. Yet. Um, I want those. I want. Can I, can I, can I, I just want Mega Man Network transmission on the go. That's all I want. Can I add that? You have to fight Capcom. It's a small ask. You would have to fight Capcom for that. <laughs> I only found this out recently that that entire series is considered a tax write-off for Capcom because apparently it didn't do well enough. Uh, of course not. It had, an, it had four anime seasons. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, one more thing for gaming. Uh, hey, <laughs> you guys remember when like GameStop stocks went crazy and like a bunch of like regular people just bought a bunch of GameStop stock? And there was that hedge fund that was like, oh, my God, we're going to lose money because we were trying to short the stock and do crazy things. They're all unemployed now. That entire hedge fund went under now. <laughs> Gamers win again. Karma! <laughs> GameStop um, offered them $3 in store credit for the, for the whole company. So Melvin Capital uh, had a big short position on GameStop shock. People bought it out because they were like, we don't want you to do this because it's GameStop. This is bashing of our childhood. And now Melvin Capital is no uh, more. No more. Uh, 
I do feel bad for like it sucks when people lose their job, but um, I don't feel bad for hedge fund people. I don't feel bad for hedge fund capitalists. I just don't. They're not. Actually, I'm not going to finish that. (laughs) (laughs) They're not people. Yeah, they're not as as Fonzie the Bear once said, "A celebrity is not a people, Kermit." (laughs) When they kidnapped Jack Black. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, karma does its justice. And speaking of justice, we also have something that may or may not affect gaming as New York's attorney general is launching an investigation due to the uh, recent shooting in Buffalo, New York. Uh, This investigation is a look into social media platforms such as Twitch and Discord. Um, I actually I, I would like to say something very, very important. I know everyone's being very hard on Twitch with how they handled this because the guy went live on Twitch. But the fact that it, that within two minutes it was live, that Twitch pulled down and banned everyone associated who talked on, on the channel, mm-hmm. the channel and everything within two minutes, you have to give them props for that. Yeah, for sure. In all honesty, everyone's being a little too hard on Twitch, in my opinion. They did everything they physically could do. Yeah. Um, so this is something that, uh, I mean, that's a very fast response. Yeah. Um, but Letitia James, uh, in her statement, she has said, and I quote, uh, time and time again, we have seen the real world devastation that is born of these dangerous and hateful platforms. And we are doing everything in our power to shine a spotlight on this alarming behavior and take action to ensure it never happens again. Um, there's also a statement from New York governor, Kathy Holchel. Uh, she said that it quote it raises questions about the role of social media platforms in the promotion of violence, and these questions need to be answered. So, I just wanted to talk a little bit about this. I know it's like a very serious subject, and fifteen minutes is probably not a lot of time to really talk nope. about it. But I did want to touch on this uh, briefly, just to kind of like share my personal thoughts on it, but also sort of like educate you guys on what exactly this may or may not entail for the future on these type of platforms. Are your social media platforms in, in danger? No. No. That's not going to happen for a very long time. Um, is this some type of slippery slope argument with the, uh, uh, the dangerous slope that is free speech? Yes and no. There's reasons for yes and there's reasons for no. So the reasons why I say no, um, because freedom of speech is a very general thing, very general term very loosely based in no matter where you are in the law of it or even on your personal emotions for it um there is no place for hate speech and a lot of these social media platforms are privately owned which means they set the guidelines so they're entitled to say this is not allowed we've seen it happen on twitter where twitter has banned a lot of yeah hate technically twitter in germany has a stronger algorithm than Twitter in the US. Yes. Um, because if they use the same algorithm, and I this is this is actually true. Twitter has come on, it's like, if we use the same algorithm that we use for Europe in the US, 95 of the GOP would actually be barred off of Twitter. <laughs> 95% of them would be barred off of Twitter. <laughs> um but the reason why they're looking to things like uh Discord and Twitch is a lot of people are very clever. And they can circumvent a lot of keyword use and yeah. things like that to the point that these hateful messages do get spread. 
Um, I think they're looking in the wrong place, but that's an entirely different, different topic argument. Yeah. For a whole, whole different, different type podcast. Of podcast yeah. That I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you ever do want to talk about that, feel free to DM me privately on our Discord, and I'll be more than happy to share my thoughts on that thing. Um, but I want to talk about this in relation to whether or not our video game platforms are safe or our social media platforms that we use in relation to video games are safe. Twitch and Discord and everything like that, they're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but it is time that certain attention is called to this uh, because that type of rhetoric and hate speech is on Discord and it is on Twitch. Yeah. Whether or not it influences this Buffalo shooter, that's to be determined. Uh, also not my point. Um, the argument here is, is social media a tool for just fun or is social, should social media be held to the same standard as traditional media? I, I think as a platform to disseminate information. You don't see this. Be, you don't see hate speech as much as we hate Fox News. Mm. They, don't, they, they get clever around it but they don't actually endorse it. Mm. So I think the thing to understand is that social media platforms nowadays are more than just like catching up with your family, catching up with your family and friends. There are, there, there is a case to under, to look at social media almost as a news platform, because before things even get on the news, you will find out about things on Facebook or Twitter or even on Instagram. Good example of this is the, I'm just going to call it a war, the war in Ukraine. Yeah. All the information that I've learned about the war in Ukraine. I, I got it. I found out about it on Twitter before it even like. Twitter and Reddit threads. That's it. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's a, a news. So, it, they should be treated as news platforms in a way. Yeah. So I think the thing to understand is that social media platforms definitely have to have a higher degree of responsibility and they do have it there. They, especially the ones that are privately owned yes. and have their own type of algorithm. I have um, a hot take and this is just my hot take. What's your hot take, Gina? Here's my hot take. This is a hot take that has developed in the past two years. Okay. Um, there is Copa and everyone knows that you have to be 13 and older to be on these social media platforms. Right. I say we relook at this. I'll be honest with you. The internet is not the same as like what we grew up with. No, we saw is. things we should not have seen at a young age. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> Remember YouTube, like the people who forget this, young people don't know this. YouTube used to have Al Qaeda videos, recruitment videos and beheading videos on it for years. And one of the things I think social media in general needs to be and I know this is going to catch a lot of flack, and this includes Discord and Twitch. If you want to be on these sites, make them 18 and older. Period. I think 16 is probably... 16 could be fine, depending on the site. Depending on yeah. the platform. Depending yeah. on the platform. I personally think Twitter, 18 and older. For sure. I definitely agree with that. Twitter, Facebook, And the only reason Instagram. why... We don't know why the reason why I would say Twitter should be 18 and older. Because Twitter has access to porn. Yeah. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there's there's nothing, on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing we can say. Yeah, I like in all honesty, I personally think the big three, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook should be all 18 and older. Agreed. 
Well, no, Instagram's very strict on I, a lot of the adult. They're the still adult collecting yeah. this. No, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's also still collecting about. It's starting also to make marketing profiles for for kids and how yeah. that damages their psyche based on algorithms showing certain things. Mm-hmm. So I think if you want to, if you, that's how you want to run your algorithms, if you want to make, if you want, because reality, these sites are not technically free. You're the product. <laughs> You're being shopped around to all these advertisers. If you want to do that, the people on the platform have to be 18. Yeah. And I think that will solve some of the problems. Some, not all, but because let's be honest, you could radicalize kids very easily. Yeah. We see it all the time. Barney. Look at church. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Like it, it, this is not this is not rocket surgery. No, as I say, rocket surgery. <laughs> it, and I know this is a very, very, very hot take because people always say, but but kids need to talk with their friends. I'm like, fine, you can make spaces for them. Mm-hmm. I'll be quite honest with you. That's kind of what instant messaging was. Remember that in forums. You don't have to put up your real name. I mean, that's that's also a scary thing too. Because yeah. you can hide behind anonymous uh, names and everything like that. But anyway, um, I wouldn't worry too much. Uh, but it is about time that this type of stuff is looked at, uh, especially in regards to hate speech and radicalized movements and things like that. Uh, but let's talk about something wholesome that we can all get together. And embrace piracy. No, I was talking about <laughs> multiverses. I'm going to segue into uh, video games because I want to end this show on a good note and not on something serious. So if you're coming over from RJ stream and you stuck it out, uh, RJ was playing multiverses before. And <laughs> uh, we've got a chance to play it over here. Uh, essentially, it is a Smash Brothers clone. Uh, leaning more toward if you've played Brawlhalla, it will probably feel a little bit more familiar. It definitely does feel like Brawlhalla. Yeah, it's definitely Brawlhalla more based. Um, I like this version of the alpha because they definitely tweak the movement. Yep. So the character, when I first played months back, it uh, felt slow, it was very slow and floaty. Uh, now it feels a little bit faster. I think Wonder Woman's still a little too slow though. I no, that's fair because you're gonna need some character as a balance. Yeah. Because. She has a lot of like naturals into just straight kills, which is not, we don't want another Wii Fit trainer. <laughs> For those of you who watch Waypoint Warriors, I don't want another John Numbers whoever ending every week for tournaments. Wii Fit trainer should be nerfed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um... You made me lose my train of thought. Uh, movement. So the movement is definitely uh, a lot more faster paced. Um, I like how uh, the game's not out and it causes a controversy. It's because people will complain about things no matter what. Uh, I, one of the things that I do like <laughs> it's a is... It's thing. One of the things that I do like is that um, the stage design promotes a lot more of wall bouncing. As opposed to Brawlhalla or yeah, Smash. Smash to a degree. Because like Smash, you know, you have the ledge gameplay. Uh, this one's more like, let me use the wall and jump off wall to bounce off wall. Which can be, <laughs> which, if they're not careful with, can be very bad in the wrong hands. Yes. You'll end up with Tekken, <laughs> where the wall is the best character in the game. I mean, the wall doesn't do any damage, so. Well, no, uh, but you could trap someone. Yeah. And then it's just like, then you're just, like I said, like a single player game. <laughs> um, 
No, the controversy. Did you see the controversy on Twitter? <laughs> as much as I hate to say it. Um, it specifically talks about Iron Giant. There's a lore issue that everyone's having. What's the lore issue? He doesn't want to fight people. And yet you put him in a game where he has to fight people. <laughs> I mean, Superman's in here and Superman wouldn't fight for off rip either. So, I mean, he'd fight Batman. The game was, it has, a, it's Does Bugs have- Bunny versus Shaggy. Shaggy, like. And Scorpion <laughs> from Mortal Kombat. Because, yes, Scorpion's in this. Remember, they own Mortal Kombat. Well, they have NetherRealm Studios, so yes. Yes. Um, this is the wall in the Tekken dating game. Yes, no. the wall is in the Tekken. I want a Tekken dating game. <laughs> well, you, can, you, can, you can play the Dead by Daylight stage. I am going to be one. playing that, by the way. <laughs> <sighs> um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, Multiverses is a lot of fun. I think this is going to be a very successful free-to-play game. I think it's going to be one of the most successful free-to-play games that has released in a very long time. Um, It's a lot of fun. RJ, I'm sure, is going to play a lot more of it. Um, But what I want RJ to do now is, as we go into our sign-offs, if you're stuck it around and you have access to a PlayStation... This code that's going to be put into the chat right now will give you access to. I don't have access to the Discord. On I don't have PC. access to the Discord right now. You could just post it in the chat. Post my it guy. in the chat. <laughs> I don't have access to the Discord. Uh, but you can uh, use this code to gain access to the multiverses uh, closed alpha part do. <laughs> Because they did a closed alpha like a month or two ago. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's fair. It's fair because you want to do as many alphas as possible so they get the game right. They don't want an issue with Nicktoons. Yes. They don't want to Nicktoons it. Yeah, that one code should be fine. Whoever gets it. Okay, that's it. Two. I know there's one more. That's it. it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. We'll we'll hold the last one. We'll hold the last one. (laughs) So anyway, those codes alpha grabs. Go grab it if you got it. Congratulations. Say thank you, D, for awesome codes of Multiversus. Uh, we will definitely be streaming Multiversus when it actually launches later on in uh, July. I think it's when it's dropping. I think so, yeah. But the last one, it'll be in our Discord. So join our Discord. We'll give you the last code over there. Uh, we'll probably put that up before the end of day. Thank you, Mario. You read my mind. Um, that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, Stick around, though, because after the show, RJ and Joel will be playing through Great Ace Attorney, finishing up the William Shakespeare quest. Um, That game is long. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that (laughs) game is very long. I've been commenting on that. I'm like, this is a very long game. I think it's also because uh, they they, they joke around a lot, too. So it's it's probably something that happens. Anyway, uh, I don't think my son was on. Oh. Weird. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I guess uh, RJ or Mario, if you want to go ahead with the commands in the chat, uh, folks, if you want to check us out, you can do so over in our Discord. Feel free to at me if you want to talk about any of the uh, topics we have talked about on today's show. At me at Omega Z and our Discord, and I'll be more than happy to uh, talk with you over in our video games channel. 
You can, you can also check out our website, digitalerientertainment.com for all our social media links and more, including our written content. Reviews by me, yours truly. <laughs> we also have a couple of other uh, articles and things up there for you. If you wish to support us even further, we do have merch over at our Stream Elements shop, streamelements.com slash Digital Era Entertainment. You can check out our D hoodies, our D t-shirts, our D tank tops, our D mug for your beverage of choice, uh, as well as D code uh, memorabilia. And of course, t-shirts for our upcoming wrestling themed visual novel, Kokoro no Pro, which was recently featured as an honorable mention over at IGN's Rogue Jam. You can check out all those links over there. Uh, speaking of YouTube, we also have our own YouTube, so you can check out our YouTube while you're at it. Take a look at our teaser trailer. Take a look at some of the videos we have put out. Our radio dramas are up there. Our Game of the Year and Anime of the Year videos still up there for your viewing pleasure. Uh, I'm very excited for this year's Game of the Year because it's going to be tough. A lot of things have been... There's one AAA game and everything else is indies <laughs> and Nintendo. <laughs> Unless they drop God of War in I September. Mean, I don't know. God of War Ragnarok over Elden Ring. Ooh, that's, that's, it's tough. Ooh. It's tough. Ooh. But if the writing is that good. If the writing the writing would have to be like if the writing super mega is Oscar, If the writing is Oscar worthy, which we know they can do, it'll be worth it. Maybe. That's a that's a tall order though, because Elden Ring's Elden Ring's really good, man. <laughs> Uh, am I forgetting any other of our links? Oh, yeah. We forgot the Waypoint Cafe over at 65 Ludlow Street on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, New York, where we are coming to you live with this very podcast. Myself and Gino. Gino Hello. being the owner and operator of the Waypoint Cafe. I'll usually here every Wednesday and Thursday. Sometimes I'm here on a Friday. Feel free to stop by and say hi if you uh, come to the Waypoint Cafe and check us out. Uh, we'll be back with more streams as always. Again, stick around. RJ and Joel coming up right after this. And as always, until next time, you've been decoded. Decoded.